is up, everybody? Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Podcast here on the DFPN. I am your host, Bread Like a King, made as Kelvin Caitley. And we have our our guy here with us. He's audio only tonight. Mr. Frank D, what's up? Yeah, you tell me what's up, man. <laughs> man, I don't know. I don't know. This has been this has been a weird week. <laughs> it's it's been a weird week. Yeah. <laughs> but we're back here. Um for you guys that are listening to us right now. If you're listening to the sound of our voices, that means you're not watching us live on the Patreon. Please go to the Patreon, www.patreon.com slash podcast. Subscribe for as little as $3, and you can be in on this podcast. Don't forget to join us at the Patreon, www.patreon.com slash podcast. Subscribe to the Bandcamp. We have a bunch of new music coming. Datfilling.bandcamp.com. Uh, new music weekly. Go check us out. Same deal. $3 gets you in the door. Also, we have merch available at the Teespring. Teespring.com. Search for Datfilling Podcast. Now, Frank D, we yes, talked sir. before the show. Right. We talked, and we got a, we got a great show tonight, actually. Um, but did you know that on this day, in 1999, the clock for the Millennium Man started, which led to one of the most legendary debuts in the history of the WWF slash E. Yeah, it was uh, well, Jericho. Chris Jericho. Right, right. yeah, yeah. I, I actually do remember that. And uh, I kind of knew ahead of time because I was starting to read the dirt sheets at that time. This was around, uh, I was like, what, 14 years old. So mm-hmm. I was reading the dirt sheets and uh, it says, oh, hey, Chris Jericho was coming to the WWF and this whole clock countdown is Jericho. I'm like, first of all, where are you guys, <laughs> where are you guys getting this information from? Because, uh, you know, because at that point, I'm still... I'm a mark, so right. I don't. I'm not understanding this. I just just happen to be, you know, on the computer and typing shit in, and this is what comes up. And I'm like, what? what? So that's that's what brought my horizons pretty much as far as like looking deeper into the business and then understanding. Okay, this is what it is. Mm. So yes, I, I actually did know that, sir. Okay, cool. Yep, on this day, July twelfth, nineteen ninety nine, that clock started. Also, we have Boiling Point, August 12th, San Antonio, Texas. No gimmicks will be in the building that night. I am going to be going down there. And uh, we got a pretty legendary card. They've announced four matches so far. Um, We do have a couple sponsorships on that card. Uh, More more announcements will be made as as it comes out, but we do have some sponsorships on that card, so we will be in the building. We will be in attendance. August 12th, Boiling Point, Mission Pro Wrestling, San Antonio, Texas. If you're in the area, get your tickets. Come meet us or me. Come meet me. Are you going, Frank D? You want to go to this? I I think we'll... We'll probably make that happen, but I, I just got a question real quick about this. Okay. I want to sound like a dick, but uh, <laughs> so 
So, has anybody from Anthem contacted Mission Pro Wrestling? From Anthem? Yeah. Not that I know of. Why? Oh, they're calling their show Boiling Point. Yeah. That's a old TNA pay-per-view name, Boiling Point. No. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, no one said anything yet. So, right. Boiling Point it is. Yeah, we had we. the reason I asked that question is because... Um, there was a, a wrestling organization here in Texas a little while ago that, that shall not be named um, that a friend of mine was working on. And mm-hmm. uh, they were going to produce a show called Spring Stampede. Mm. And I had to stop them from doing that because I said, if you call the show Spring Stampede, I guarantee fucking to you. You're running the, a copyright. WWE is going to contact you because that is a trademark WCW pay-per-view name that they own. Hmm. So they had to end up changing the name. They, they never started to do it. So that's why that's so that's why I'm asking if you know if, but if everything's copacetic and cool, it is what it is. I don't know. They've announced this since uh the last pay-per-view so copy that well hey hey listen it's for us boiling points. Yeah right? check it out San Antonio Texas no gimmicks true we'll most likely be there. No this uh, it's a really interesting card. Do you remember? Do you remember that uh, the young girl, the super fan Bailey, super fan named Izzy? Yes, I do. She's making her pro wrestling debut on this card. Oh, really? Well, I guess okay. Now I gotta go because <laughs> I remember. I remember Izzy, and yeah. then I've seen. I've seen Izzy. I'm, I am so happy that Izzy has followed her dream. It's crazy to watch. Yeah, it's followed her dream. Yeah. And, and and now she's doing her thing. And maybe one day we'll see Izzy in the WWE wrestling Bailey. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. I think Bailey I think awesome. Bailey would probably get a kick out of that too. I bet she would. I yeah. bet she would. Yeah. yeah. It's like a full circle moment. That'd be awesome. Exactly. Yeah, because Bailey's yeah. Bailey's not the same Bailey she was. Izzy is not the same Izzy she was. And you know, the, the character developments have gone on between the two. So I think that'd be kind of cool. I, that that would be excellent. Now I've seen some so Izzy did an interview yesterday, actually. Okay. And it's interesting to see the switch flipping in her. It really is. She's becoming she's she reminds me of you know how when Mickey James first debuted, yes, and she was like the super obsessed fan of uh, Trish Stratus, yes. That's who she's reminding me of. It's like she's she's slowly starting to turn away from the person she was into into something completely different. It's it's crazy. Well, we shall see, my friend. Where was? Where this takes us, where we go with this, but most likely we will be there. Mission yeah. Pro Wrestling Boiling Point, as they say right here. TNA Boiling Point. <laughs> August 12th. August the 12th. Yeah. Mission Pro Wrestling Boiling Point. <laughs> oh, man. But let's get into, let's get into the show. Uh, first on the docket, Brian Pillman Jr., no longer a part of AEW. Yes, sir. As reported earlier, um, his contract expired. It was not renewed. He is no longer with the company, as it was reported. You mentioned that this was a, a fumbling of the bag by AWY. 
Well, because number one, Brian Pillman Jr. really, to me, never got adequate training as far as any type of development. Um, I've seen Pillman Jr. when he was in MLW, and the character he kind of did there was similar to the Loose Cannon character his father portrayed in WWF and WCW. So mm -hmm. I thought that they missed the, the mark with that. Um, the Varsity Blondes from Jump Street I thought was lame. Um, this kind of this this team kind of had some kind of I don't know Saved by the Bell kind of shit going on there. You know what I mean? Like it, it was like you know Bayside versus Valley. You know what I mean? And, and that's what I got from that. Right. So I never I never really was down with that. Obviously AEW thought that Julia Hart was going to be the star of the of the team, and they pushed her away from them. They did not they lie. Sent, sent her to the Dark Order. Or not Dark Order, I'm sorry, House of Black. House of Black, yep. Sent her to the House of Black. And um, Griff Garrison got injured. Uh, Pillman Jr. had his, his shot, pretty much, when he was on that deal with MJF. And that was his, that was his time. And I think it was a test to see what Pillman Jr. could do. Problem with Pillman Jr. is, is Pillman Jr. doesn't have the charisma yet, and he does not have the mic skills yet of his father. Mm. He's not very good as far as in the ring. He's athletic, but he's not very good in the ring yet. I think what needs to happen here at this point is Brian Pillman Jr. needs to get signed, and hopefully this happens, gets picked up by WWE goes down to NXT and trains NXT and learns the WWE style, and I'm pretty sure they'll push him to the moon once again. I mean, it's Brian Pillman's son, and they'll know what to do down there with, with a guy like Brian Pillman Jr. And, and that's my thing. I, I think the the, fum, the fumbling here comes from just Tony in a rush to, to sign anybody and really not evaluating these people, having people there to evaluate this talent to make sure they're TV ready, to make sure they can go in the ring and do all these different spots and, and all this other shit. But at the same time, I'm like, dude, you got people on your roster that you're not doing anything with. They're just sitting there collecting the paycheck, but yet a guy like Brian Pillman Jr. who can learn, who is who is a name. It's Brian Pillman Jr. Who is a name. You let his contract expire. No, not, not renew it. Just let it expire and don't resign the guy. I, I kind of think that's bullshit, to be honest. How how much of this before before the contract thing? How much of this is the name? Because I, you got to think Brian Pillman is one of the most legendary names in the business as far as what he did, right? How much did that hurt his son? Because I look at Brian Pillman Jr. I'm, I wasn't I wasn't. I wasn't put off by the varsity blondes. I get where you're saying they could have done they could have done a lot more things with him. I think his loose cannon gimmick in or what he was trying to evolve into in MLW, it could have worked in AEW. I hate that he didn't get that opportunity to go down that road, but how much of this was the name? Because you hear it from so many second and third generation people in the business, like stepping in those footsteps 
is is pretty hard. Even Cody Rose said like following Dusty Rose is it's 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 a hard task, right? How much of that actually hurt him? I don't think it really hurt him at all uh, because there's been times when second generation and third generation wrestlers have done better than what their their predecessors did. I mean, you, you take you take a look at Randy Orton for instance. Randy Orton did way better than that. Was way more athletic than his father. I ain't taking that away from Cowboy Bob. It's just telling the truth. So I don't really think that that had anything to do with it. I just think that it was it, Brian Pullman was a, a victim of circumstance. Honestly, I mean, you can't these guys. If you're signed to a company that doesn't run house shows, that all you do is TV, okay. You're going to come into these situations where these people are not equipped to do it. You're not going to learn. That's why That's why Triple H left WCW back in the day. He was down there. He could have had a two-year deal. He said to Eric Bischoff, sign me to a year so we can fill each other out and see if, if you like my work, if I'm here or whatever. He came up on that contract. He goes to New York to meet with Vince. Triple H is making some money down in WCW, right? But it ain't about the money. He goes up to New York because Vince asks him, why do you want to leave from down there? What? Why do you want to leave? He says, well, because they're cutting out house shows. So I was like, I want to work. I want to work every night. I want to, How am I going to get better if I can't work? He says, they're cutting out house shows. They're only doing TV. I, I don't want to do that. No disrespect to them, but I don't want to do that. I want to come up here and learn. That's the problem. You're not learning. If you're just at home, just waiting for the next call. Hey, Brian, we need you at TV. Um, there, there is no more dark and dark elevation. So, right. so what are you gonna do? And that's where a lot of these guys. That's that's where a lot of the, the indie talents would, would come from. Um, would, would they would go to dark and dark elevation? They don't have yeah. that option anymore. So I yeah. think Brian Pillman is like the best the best option for Brian Pillman Jr. at this point would be Booker T's Reality and Wrestling School. He goes to the Dog Pound Dojo, riding Mac and Jazz. They can teach you. Okay? Or you, you get picked up by WWE, which I hope that happens for him. And he gets uh, trained down in NXT by Norman Smiley and all the rest of the crew down there. Because mm -hmm. they don't know exactly what to do. A guy like Shawn Michaels can see a Brian Pillman Jr. You don't know what to do with Brian Pillman Jr. Oh, hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think I think the sky's on I think, I mean, Pillman's only like, what, 29 years old? So yeah, he's still I, young. He's still young, you know. He he's still young, but he ain't that young in the business. He's still right. young, though. So he still has time. Right, and I, I for me, I'm personally rooting for him because if you watch the dark side of the ring and you've seen that story, I like, did. Yeah, I want him to win. I really do want him to win. Yeah, like, that story is crazy, and for him to for him to even be in the business is like I give him a lot of respect for that. So I do want him to win. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and there's also said, too, that AEW um, said that they're opening, they're open to bringing him back in the future. Maybe they can talk in the, in the, down the line. So the door is not completely closed yet for, for Pillman. I think ultimately, too, what, what it comes down to with this situation is it, it comes down to money. I think that's what it really comes down to. Yeah. I think, I think they're just being cautious right now until they get their new television deal where they get a big influx of cash. I think anybody that they let go, they'll be brought back. Yeah. I think, I, I think, all, I think I mean, it's all finance. I think a lot of this goes back to finance. Yeah. Yeah. 
He's a name, though, I like. I, I really want to see him do better in the business. I do. Good luck to you, Brian. All right. Uh, AW Warner Brothers. There's been some rumblings going on of a new television deal coming. It's imminent. Uh, what does this mean for AW overall? Because there's a lot going on. Well, I mean, obviously, Warner Brothers Discovery, uh, AW, it, is, it means everything for them because right. they need the cash. They need the, the, the influx. They, their TV rights are coming up. They need that money. And the thing that's crazy to me about the whole situation is that Warner Brothers Discovery, they are really not worried about TV ratings so much. They just want to see where the shows stack up. Dynamite, right. Dynamite is still one of the highest rated shows for Turner. So, which is a good thing. It's a good the, thing for AEW. Absolutely, it, it is. It is. So that's what they're looking at. They're just looking at seeing where the shows, you know, stack up as far as against other TV shows. The Dynamite's Wednesday nights, they're doing their their time slot. Um, right. Under a million, whatever. Hey, I guess as long as they're in the demo, they're good. Collision, they just want to see where Collision ranks. They already know that Collision is not going to do very well because of the time slot. They already know this. And that's another reason why they're very eager to work with AEW because AEW is very understanding of the preemptions that are going to take place when sports comes into play. So there's going to be some some nights when collisions are going to be moving around, rampage is moving around. Um, they already know this. So that's another reason why AEW, uh, they're so willing to work with AEW. Right. Um, and also because of the, the sheer popularity right now of the WWE, the resurgence of the WWE's business, they feel that AEW can kind of, you know, maybe piggyback off that a little bit. Uh, because WWE is doing monster business, monster phenomenal business. Yeah, they're doing their they're doing their shit over there, and right. AEW is right now has it's hit or miss. They are um, they're not selling out shows like they used to. AEW used to be like the hot ticket, you know. It used to, and it's really not anymore. It's it's oh AEW turns out. Yeah, you want to go? Yeah, well, you know, yeah. This I, begs I, the I, question. I've seen, I, I seen it already. Right. This begs the question, though. As, as much as much criticism as, as they receive, for them to consistently perform the way they do, right? They have a core audience of around, let's just say, let's just say, eight hundred fifty thousand. That's their core audience, right? They have this audience that they can consistently bring in on a Wednesday, rank in the in in the cable television ratings on on Wednesday. They went up stiff Saturday and was still able to bring in almost six hundred thousand people because they faced the UFC prelims and a Formula One. Like they have sports on Saturday. Yeah, they face that. They're gonna face this all the time. So this begs the question: If they can stay in there and keep the network happy, how much of this other shit actually matters? Because we can criticize it all day, but if they're performing, like how much of the other shit actually matters? Well, it it, it matters because yeah, keeping keeping the network happy is 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 one thing that's important. Right. But same time, dude, you gotta turn profit. 
So if you're if you're putting these shows together, because listen, these shows are not free. It takes a lot to do live television. All right, it, this it ain't, it ain't chunk change. I know Bischoff was say on, on for for them to produce Nitro back in the day, it'd be three, four, and five hundred thousand dollars per episode right. to do for to do that. So right. that ain't no chunk change, dude. So they have to you have to draw. You got to be drawing something in order to be making money. Right, but what I'm saying, the, get your money from the network, but you gotta still draw. You right. still gotta put, you gotta put assets in the seats. You, have you still to put gotta sell pay per views. You still gotta sell merchandise. And right now, if you look at what's going on here, and I've seen the pictures of the buildings, and it's a lot of it is the the you know people say the hard camera side. You know, they're like, oh well, you know, they, they don't sell tickets and shit over there, brother. Let me tell you something. That excuse is kind of kind of wearing thin now. When you look at it as a whole, you look at the hard camera side for the WWE show on Raw or SmackDown, and there's people over there, and then you look at the AEW side, and there's nobody sitting there, but yet people will say, well, it's a hard camera side. They don't sell tickets there. That's bullshit. That's crap. They do sell tickets in that section. It's just they ain't nobody going to the shows. And I think a lot of the people are not going to the shows because I think they, in a lot of these places, they, they've killed the market. They keep going to the same places. And that's all you see. Every time you turn around and watch a show, damn, how many times was, are you going to be in Chicago? This was a this was a gripe of mine. Yeah. It, it's not only that. They keep, like, when they do a big arena, they do really well. It's when they go to these smaller marketed arenas and they keep going there. Like, eventually you have to find you a balance of big, arena small arena and they're consistently small right and that's what i think is hurting them because when they go to places like detroit and they go to little caesar's arena they do well there if they go to a place like uh the united center they do well there granted they're chicago and they're killing chicago but if they go to the united center they do well when they go to new york they do well like Go to bigger cities consistently. Yeah, I get you want to grow your fan base into these um, these little these little markets. You want to grow your fan bases there too, and you want to have a presence there too. But if you're gonna do house shows, do your house shows in the smaller markets, and do your big shows, do your televised shows in the bigger markets because the crowd just looks better. It just does. And I, I hope I'm not the only one saying that because it's like you, you play these, it looks so much better on television to me when you have a bigger audience. When the audience is bigger and you're able to focus on the entire arena and you're able to show that, even on the hard camera side, which that's what WWE does. They play the bigger arenas and then they, they mix in the smaller ones as they go along. That's what makes them, when they tour, successful. I'm going to tell you right now. So they just had a bunch of pre-sales today for WWE, right? Mm-hmm. One of them was here in San Antonio for SmackDown, October 20th. It's yeah. going to sell out. The event is damn near sold out. I, it's going to. Yeah. You know why? Because in that same breath, they announced Raw for Dallas. Right. And that's what I'm saying. You have a mix. You have a mix of big, small. San Antonio, by Texas standard, is not a big market. Dallas is. 
I disagree with that. By Texas standards. A Texas standards, San Antonio is a big market. We got wrestling shows happening here every For week. wrestling. For yeah. wrestling. But, but for for a market like, okay, so San Antonio technically, San Antonio is a WWE market. Always has been. Yeah, it is. It's a WWE market. That's why they were able to get the Rumble here this right. year. So it it's, it's so it's a big market. AEW has come to San Antonio. AEW came off came to San Antonio off the strength of what they did out in Cedar Park. And they came here. And right. they have had successful shows here. The last time I went to AEW was back in December of last year. And I noticed something was off about the show. It just didn't have the same energy. Well, didn't have the followed, same flow. You followed the show from, from here. That was the biggest problem. Because they, they did the week before they came out there, they were here. And that show was incredible. It was yeah. incredible. You weren't yeah. gonna follow that. It was. It, yeah, it, it just was. It wasn't, it wasn't that though. It, it yeah. just was. This was after the whole CM Punk thing had happened and all that. They just do. They just lost a lot of momentum, bro. Like I don't. I don't know what it is. It's just something right now. Even with Punk being back, it's damaged goods for some reason. I don't. I don't know what it is. It's just something because, about the show because of the media feel, scrum. Don't feel and, like. and this is what I was talking about. This is what I was talking about. A well, it goes before shows. that. It, it goes before the media scrum, though, to me. It, 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 it honestly, it goes back to Cody Rhodes. Yeah, when Cody left, it, it was that was a dent already, and then the media scrum happened. Those two yeah. events right there killed a lot of momentum. Even now, they're still struggling to get it back now, which is why I didn't agree initially with the Collision roster. I kind of like it now, but initially, I didn't. I didn't agree with it. Why is because you already had a divided fan base, and the this fan base, the AEW fan base, I'm not gonna say they're toxic, but the traits, like they're very choosy on who they get behind. They they really are. They're very they're very picky on who they're gonna support. So if they support CM Punk, they're gonna say fuck the elite, which you have happened. If they support the elite, they're gonna say "fuck CM Punk," which right. you have had happen. So you have to be very careful with this fan base because they are picky. I just say, <clears throat> I just think that they, um, the fans have kind of spoken at this point, and mm-hmm. they're either gonna, like you said, they're gonna support the brand or they're not gonna support the brand. They have their they have their niche audience. They have their hardcore audience. They do. The hardcore audience is is eight hundred to nine hundred thousand people in the United States. Now, outside of the United States, okay, they probably have more fans that we don't know about because we don't put those. It's uncharted territory. It's uncharted. We don't know yet. You know what I'm right. saying? Put a, but I will say this for the simple fact that these people can sell almost eighty thousand tickets. In, in London, England. That's huge. That is a huge step right there. That's so, for anybody out there that's pretty much a hater of AEW or whatever, keep in mind that they have sold almost 80,000 tickets with no match announced. Not that is one. a very big deal. We are we are a very month and 12 days away. Actually, a month, and, a month and 17 days away. People bought tickets for WrestleMania from this year. Off the rumor of The Rock versus Roman Reigns that didn't happen. Okay? These diehard fans in England 
don't give a shit about it. All they care about is we wrestling need something. Coming. Yeah, wrestling. We want coming. something. Wrestling is coming. Hell, you seen matter. what Money in the Bank did? Money I in the Bank I did, sure did numbers. Yeah, and those people, bro. Let me tell you something. All the English 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 fans over there, their motherfuckers was hyped, lit. <laughs> the Usos singing that whole song. Yeah, they they lit. was hyped. They was hyped. They was like that was some gangster shit that was going on in that crowd. Oh, when Cena came out, was like. We need to have WrestleMania here. They fucking lost their minds, bro. Yeah, but that ain't gonna happen. I don't know. No, I ain't gonna. I you gotta, you might have to give it a couple of years, but nah, I don't. I don't see that happening. I really don't. You don't think American fans will travel for WrestleMania? I don't think no, because here, here's the thing with this. The the thing was is that WWE likes to put these shows on, but they want to see their thing is. They want the show to be paid for, and they help the local economy. That's how the shows work, man. Mm-hmm. It's not so much as if they want to do it or not. What's England going to do for them? What's the city of London going to do for them to bring them over there for that? That's like Puerto Rico when money when, when backlash happened. Puerto Rico paid for that show. Oh yeah, I know. That's how it works. So if you're not offering us anything, we're not going to bring WrestleMania over there. Or two fucking nights. We're not doing that. What if they what if they sweeten that pot? I don't think so happen, man. If it was gonna happen, it would happen already. I don't think mm-hmm. so. They they have they I, I don't know. I don't see it happen. <laughs> nope. The best you're gonna get is you're gonna get is you're gonna get AEW, brother. And you'll get a money in the bank here or a money night raw there or something like that. You ain't get WrestleMania. Hey, they lost their minds. <laughs> When they said we need to bring WrestleMania out here, you thought they saw God because it was like, yes, we need it now. But anyway, back back to the subjects at hand. All right, with this with this thing with this update with the AEW, one one part of AEW looks like it's left out, and that's Ring of Honor. That's not AEW, brother. Well, it's under the umbrella. It's not AEW though. Yeah, I know, but it's under the umbrella. So, so the Tony Khan Ring of Honor project was <laughs> left out of the discussions because Warner Brothers Discovery has no interest in Ring of Honor airing on the Turner Networks. Just like DC has no interest in Henry Cavill playing Superman <laughs> anymore, which sucks ass, but that's what it is. Hey, man, they found somebody else. That's their direction. That's what. That's the direction they want to go. Can't can't help can't help can't fault them for that. That's so they have no interest in it, and, and it's like, what do you do with this asset? It, it, it this this okay. So it, and this is like a repeat because people don't know this, right? Because this shit gets so swept under the rug. The same thing happened to Vince with WCW. They yeah. wanted the WCW shows on um, TNN. They said no. We signed up for the World Wrestling Federation, not. WCW. That's and that's what that's what it was. It was yep. the it was it was a multitude of things that kept that from happening. It was the Booker T Buff Bagwell match. It was a crowd reaction that they got in Tacoma because WWE says, "Well, we never ran Tacoma." WCW did run Tacoma. They did run the Tacoma though. They ran it for Spring Stampede '99. It was a fatal four way match: Hogan, Flair, DDP, and. Um, 
fuck is it? A sing for the world championship. Macho Man was the referee. So they did run that place. They keep they they were always saying, Well, they had to wait next week to Atlanta. No, no. It's what it comes down to is that your fans have always thought that WCW was shit because you said it was shit. So no one cared. And so then you go you go on to negotiate this shit with Viacom. Well, hey, we uh we just bought this asset. We were thinking about taking our flagship show, Monday Night Raw, and turning it into Nitro. And then we'll be on SmackDown. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. But we don't like them. We don't. <laughs> no, no, no. We didn't pay for that. We paid for the WWF, not WCW. Same thing with Warner Brothers Discovery. We're paying for all elite wrestling, not this little rinky-dink ring of honor. Because even still... Even if Claudio cut the greatest promo I ever heard him say in my entire life <laughs> with Mark Briscoe. Yes. It doesn't matter because it, it's, it just doesn't matter. No, it at don't. At this point. It's crazy, too, because, like I said, I've been watching the Honor Club. Ring of Honor, what I, what I will say about AEW, minus Dynamite, and collision. There, there are shows where they don't have TV time, and they're well, collision, collision's a different animal because collision's decent because they're not up against anything and they don't have to rush anything. It's dynamite that's like they have to go minute by minute. So they're rushing everything, right? Ring of Honor, no one gives a shit about it. So they're able to do whatever they want to do with it. And it's excellent. <laughs> like, it's 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 great. I love it. But but if it was so great, then TV stations would be clamoring to pick it up. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know well, why. Not, so, case, so it can't be that great. No, I'm telling you. I will Ring say is, is I, 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 I think what you I think what you'll say is that it suffice. It's decent. Because if it was great or good, then Warner Brothers Discovery would be like, we that. got to have that shit. I'll give That's you what that. I would say. I got to have that. When I, saw, when, when I saw, if, if I'm Viacom, right, it is 2001, and I see what they present to me as WCW, and then I look over here at, at TNT, and I see what it was in 97, 98, and I'm looking at this, we don't want to pay for that. That's like mm-hmm. bad Chinese food. We don't want to pay for it. So, that's how I look at that. I, I get where you come from. ROH is bad Chinese food at this point. Mm. It needs to be freshened up. I think, I don't think anybody's paying attention. That's, that's, they're, that's just they're me. Not. They're not paying I don't, attention. I don't think and that's, anyone's and that's, paying attention. That sucks. But, it does. But, but, here's the thing. Here's a metric. But you never find out because it's a private company. Put up Ring of Honor's previous pay-per-view buys versus the new under the new the new regime under ring uh, under AEW. Oh, they're killing them. Exactly. So they're they're, so, them. so it makes it, it makes money, yeah. but they can't get on TV. Maybe that changes. I, I mean, Warner Brothers Discovery. If you're listening out there, you don't have to put Ring of Honor on the Turner Networks. You can put it on your put shit on Max your, on your Max streaming service. You got all this other fucking dumbass bullshit on there, completely fucked up the app with all this discovery (laughs) bullshit. Why not actually add something on here that's entertaining? Because I only go on there for Batman. Yeah. 
That's it. And, you know, and the Fresh Franks and all that shit. And the Wayne Brothers, that's what I go on there for. The Sopranos. But, yeah, put it on Max. It's, exactly. It's, it's, for me, for, and I did it as a tester, but I actually like the product. Like, I really do. They actually have a good roster. Yeah. The roster, the roster that they have is good. And it's, it's enough to where it doesn't take away from what you have going on. It has nothing to do with dynamite, nothing to do with collision. It's its own thing. It, they have their own stories. The stories are actually followable. I get, they let things breathe a lot more on ring of honor. There's a lot more, there's a lot more continuity on ring of honor than there is on even dynamite. So I like to pay attention to it. The fact of the matter is, no one's paying attention to it. <laughs> no, yeah. not even the network. Because if I'm if I'm at the network, I say at least put this shit on Max. Let's see what it does. Like well, as an experiment, put it on Max. Well, Let's see best, what it does. Well, the best thing you're doing, the best thing they are doing, because they have control over who comes on the show and who doesn't. That's they have say so on that. Is right. there a lot of ring of honor matches to happen on AWTV? Right. Which they don't have to do. They don't. They don't. They don't. But even with collision, even with collision. But how the fuck are you going to tell me? How are you telling me that you have control over who comes on my show and who does come on my show? Are you guys, I'm sorry, is this, is this Ted Turner on WCW where the Turner centers and practices are are coming in here and telling me who I can and cannot do business with this? This sounds very reminiscent of, of world championship wrestling. Yeah, it and, does. And not, and not in a good way. Yeah, it does. But yeah, I mean, from 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 my taste as a fan, I'm just saying, put that shit on Max, put Ring of Honor on Max, and and just experiment with it. Yeah, see what happens. I think it, I, I honestly think it would do decent numbers. I I think you'd be pleasantly surprised at what it does. Yeah, I think it would do decent numbers. I think I think it would do probably more than my six hundred pound life would do on that network. It probably would. Either that or... I, yeah, I, can, I, only, I, I, I can only watch so many times of, of a 500-pound guy rolled up to the drive-thru. He's supposed to be, you know, <laughs> he's supposed to be trying to get ready for surgery. He's going up there and, and ordering fucking, you know, a bucket of... <laughs> two buckets of fried chicken and shit. And then have That's the doctor now... Hard. Have doctor now up there talking about, yeah, but if you don't lose your weight, then we can't help you. You know, shit like that. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. Yeah. You know they do that show out here in Texas, right? Yeah, in San Antonio, right? No. no. Houston? Somewhere around there, yeah. I think it is Houston. But if you don't lose your weight, you, I, I told you to lose weight and you haven't lost the weight yet. You, I, you're, you're, your numbers are out the charts here. You broke my scale. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Last one. We we had a top. I had a top five. You We did a top five. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. Hold on. Before right. we get to that. Hold on. We're going to skip this fucking topic. We're gonna we're really gonna skip the trial of Roman Reigns. No, let's talk about it. Excellent. Segment. <laughs> well went a little long, but 
excellent segment. Lots of, of, of foreshadowing in that segment. Yes. Yes. Solo is the solo is the one you gotta watch out for. Do you think so? Yeah. You yeah. think so? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're they're pushing it towards that. Solo Solo right now is Roman in Roman's corner. But Solo picked that he picked the thing up off the ground off, off the mat. He looked at it. He looked at that. And it was like almost it's like he almost had like a power surge go through him or something like that. He was contemplating that shit. He was feeling what it felt like to be the chief, the tribal chief. And Roman is looking at him, and Roman is like, give it, give it to me. And Solo wasn't really trying to give it to him. And then <laughs> Jimmy comes up and, and goes after Solo and all that. It's just great storytelling. And I, I have to tell you, it, them four working together probably has to be like the biggest thrill of their lives to, to be at this stage and all of that. Madison Square was Garden a, does their highest gate ever in Madison Square Garden. Yep. The Bloodline storyline. Not uh, even for song. a match, for a segment. For a segment. Does, does three, three million viewers for SmackDown. Think of that. Yeah. Not even a match, a segment. Right. That's insane. But. People are missing. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of the greatest stories in, in the modern times. It is. But there was, a, um, there was an interview Jay did that really drove this home for me. And they were like, what what is the end? What is the ultimate oh, goal? Oh, I saw it. Yeah. I saw it. He was yeah. like, he was like, WrestleMania. It's like wrestling in the living room. And I'm like, damn, that's good. Yeah. Now I want them to see this shit through. Because that that brought back that statement brought back so many memories. Like as a kid, I'm pretty sure if you're a wrestling fan even if you aren't a wrestling fan anymore, everybody's done the fucking matches in the living room, bro. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's done it. So I, I wanna I wanna see them see this through and keep giving us the story because it is still an intriguing story. It really is. You could you could run this shit. I don't I don't know how long you can run it for, but I'm pretty sure you can run it to WrestleMania. You probably could. But the problem is that Roman's on a limited dates. Right. So you only bring Roman back when something happens, something big is going to go down. Right. Uh, but he's on limited. But yeah, I mean, the end game was probably going to be Uso versus Uso. That's, you know, Brent versus Owen. That's, that's right. kind of what you, you know, kind of what you want to see there. Um, and, and honestly, who knows? Obviously, to me, honestly, Jimmy will be the heel. Jay will be the baby face if that happens, if they oh, go that yeah. route. Oh, if, yeah. if they go that route. Now, this goes back to what you said. Yeah. I think they're setting it up now. I think they're foreshadowing it now. I don't, I, you know, honestly, dude, I don't, I don't really see it happening next year. I see this. I don't see this happening until the first, the seed has been planted. I don't see it happening until Jay wins the belt. Okay, hear me out. I see the seed being planted right now to where you have solo they're them trying to get solo to be the tribal chief right they get solo they've already planted the seed that jimmy didn't want jay as the tribal chief that's the friction 
They both want Solo, but Solo's only going to choose one of them. No, no, they, they, they never said they never said anything about Jimmy being or Jay being the tribal chief that Jimmy had problems. They yeah, didn't want did. they didn't want Jimmy to be the right hand man, the main event. He didn't want. Was it the right hand man? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I thought I thought it was like to be the the next up to yeah. be the tribal chief. I thought that's what they were hinting at. Yeah. But no, they made, they both made it clear they don't. They, it, neither Uso they, wants right. to be the tribal chief. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. And and, and, and I'm going to tell you right now, if they were to go through and do something stupid, like have Jimmy turn on Jay right now, that would be dumb. No, I don't, think they're gonna, I don't think they're going to do that yeah, now. Especially come down, since they got back together. Yeah, exactly. That's like Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Like, that would be stupid. Yeah, no. It's going to come down the line. And the Usos right now, the Usos don't even need the tag team belts. They don't. They, the they story don't, is carrying yeah, They don't need anything like that. They already, they, they, what you can run to, this bloodline story without a belt on any of them, and that's what I was about to say. You could, you could put, you could, you could do, let the, the Usos do some single shit. Let them, let Jimmy beat Austin Theory for the U.S. belt or some mm-hmm. shit. Let him carry a singles gold, and if they do have a match, they can play. They can do it two ways. We can have a heel versus heel or heel versus babyface match. Or you can do baby first versus babyface. I want to know who's better, me or you. That's that's I gotta know. You can go into wrestling. You can do the same story you kind of did with Bret Hart versus Roddy Piper WrestleMania Eight. Mm-hmm. I just gotta know. You know our Bulldog versus Bret. Summer Star Ninety Two. Yep. I just gotta know if 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 it I don't it do, don't have to be friction. Don't have to be friction. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just be competitive, like when we was in the living room. Yeah, you know when we was when we was kids, you know what I'm saying. So it's a lot of intriguing situations there. But I have to tell you, the story was excellent the way they pulled it off. Oh yeah, um, destroying them. Jake came back and saying, "I got to get you." Uh, SummerSlam is gonna be where it's at. Some people yep. saying, "Oh, ain't no way in hell they gonna." I, I don't know, man. I, I I mean, now question. Yeah. They set up if they set up Jay. So right now, right now, it's Roman versus who? Jay? Jay. It's supposed to be. At SummerSlam. Could be. Do you take the title off of Roman at SummerSlam? You could. I mean, what? I mean, what's, I mean, you could because Roman is the undisputed champion, right? Yep. So, Roman's defense would be, you beat me for the Undisputed Championship, but I'm still the Universal Champion, as my wise man still has two belts over there. At that point, you got three World Championships. Yeah. And there's a reason why Heyman is still carrying around those two belts. Yep. I think that's that's the story they're going to tell you. I think think there's a possibility that Jay can beat Roman for the championship. And He's the undisputed champion. Roman says there ain't no dispute because I'm the universal champion because I still got two belts. He never let those two belts go. Yep. At first, I thought it was weird. It's like, why the hell are you still carrying around? Now I'm kind of thinking, like, hey, okay, I kind of see where you're going with this a little bit. Yep. That's why I say, do you have Jay go over at SummerSlam? 
Do you have him win that match? I I would if you if you don't, you're making a big mistake. Because at this point, Roman's killed so much talent. Now you you go okay. Now you now you're gonna sacrifice. Because what it's gonna look like is that it, it's gonna look like these guys are losers. Like they can't get it done. He got well, so much He got so much momentum. You can't get it done. It's kind of like what Cody is. Cody Cody is not the same Cody Rose he was when he got there. Here's the difference between Cody and Jay though. Jay actually pinned Roman before. It just wasn't for the belt. That's the story going into this into SummerSlam. He actually pinned Roman. He's the first person to pin Roman in three years. Yeah. And on top of that, it's it's the story started with, with, with Roman and then the story went to Jay. The story has always been about Jay. Yeah. So the ultimate come up it's for Jay would to be would be to beat Roman and become a world champion. That's you know, or, or whatever whatever they want to call it today. That's that's the ultimate end game. It's for him right. to become the the undisputed champion, and I think there's a possibility that that happens at SummerSlam. If it does happen, so I, I I think that's a big mistake by WWE. I really do. I, I really would question at this point where we're going with this because now now you put this you put this rocket ship on Jay. See, you can only do this so many times before people start losing interest in this. You know. You can only do it so many times. There were so many times where back in the day in AWA, you had Vern Gagne with Book Hogan versus Nick Bachmaker for the world title, right? right? And every match, it was always some bullshit. Hogan didn't win the title, and that was a way to bring people back the next month to see Hogan win the belt, and he didn't win it. He didn't win it. Right. You can only do that so many times. You can only have Roman Reigns out here being a road warrior for so long, where he's beat, where he's beating everybody. Before, why am I going to watch this shit? Because I already know the outcome. The mm-hmm. outcome is going to be Roman's going to be Roman's going to win, and that's it. At least with these matches here, these matches here that they do are—I should say—these segments that they do. At least you know these segments that are going to involve majority of us going to be talking is a little bit of physicality. There's no actual match happening here, right? So we don't have to worry about anything like that, right? But when you have a full blown match where people are invested in the match and they want to see the outcome of the match and then they're on such a high and then it's a downer because you lose, I don't know, man. You're kind of killing your fan base a little bit there. I agree with that. Because you're only because the only reason why WWE right now is in the position that they're in is the bloodline. It's nothing else. And, and, and the numbers prove it. Because if they were doing anything on Raw that was that exciting as what's going on with SmackDown in the, in the bloodline, then Raw's numbers would be where SmackDown's crazy. Are yeah, and SmackDown's yeah. pulling in you know two and a half million viewers a week. Raw's numbers are great when the bloodline's on it. Exactly. So yeah. there's there's that. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I agree with all of that. All right, last last one. Most forgotten wrestler. We had a top five. Right. But due to time, let's do one. Who's your most forgotten wrestler? Most forgotten wrestler. I'm, I'm going to have to. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to go with Ahmed Johnson. <laughs> Ahmed Johnson. Yep. Right. I, I just don't think people understand. 
exactly how fucking over he was. Oh, he was crazy over. Yeah. Yeah. He was crazy over. I don't think people understand that. Uh, you know, people talk about Goldberg, right? What Goldberg was doing. Yeah. I met Johnson before Goldberg. He was Goldberg before Goldberg. Right. He was running through people. Yeah. Had, had the physique, the Pearl River plunge. Was a great finishing move. It really was. Yep. Really showcased his power, his devastation, his dominance. <laughs> Promos are are stuff of legend. Yeah, I'd agree with you there. And just the intensity the guy had when he was out there. <laughs> for for anybody that's not a part of the No Gimmicks fan group, shout out to uh, who posted that. Bubba John, is that is that who po- posted that? What's uh what was the, the promo? Ahmed? Yeah, Fumble Ahmed? no, that was me. <laughs> that was you did that. Yeah, Fumble Ahmed. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to you for that shit. That shit was hilarious. Yeah, yeah those Fumble Ahmed uh, promos are hilarious. That's that's how I choose. Remember, Ahmed. I didn't take my mask on. I'm a bad bad move. <laughs> <laughs> oh man shout out to Ahmed Johnson I don't know where he is but somebody brought up that he was Big T in WWE. he was he was I try to forget that because I was like god damn what the fuck happened to Ahmed Johnson yeah yeah he I, I mean he brought he was brought in for a role and uh he didn't really do good in the role no no and he'll tell you, he had gained a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. He was part of Big T, was part of the Harlem Heat 2000 faction. Yep. With Stevie Ray, uh, what's his name? Clarence Mason was a lawyer. Yep. And uh, yeah, 4 by 4 who was a member of the Nolan and Soldier crew. <laughs> so. Another faction I try to forget. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, so All Man would be, would be one in a, in a, in a, a, a quick mention, honorable mention, would be Sid Vicious, Cycle Sid. Okay. I, I I don't really think people understand how over Sid was in the in the nineties. Um, Sid had Sid was imposing. Sid 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 was scary. Sid was scary. Like you he was really scary. really thought Sid was crazy. Yeah. The Psycho Sid? Yeah. <laughs> so he was a monster in WCW mm-hmm. as Sid Vicious in the early 90s. Then he went to the WWF as Sid Justice. The highlight was when he wrestled Hulk Hogan in WrestleMania 8. Yep. Left, left the WWF, went back to WCW, was being managed by Colonel Robert Parker for a little yep. while. Yep. Then, had, then had the incident with Arn Anderson with the scissors. Then came back to the Federation in 95 as Shawn Michaels' bodyguard. Yep. Then turned on Michaels. Um, after that, came back as a member of the uh, Million Dollar Corporation, I believe. And uh, at that point, left again, softball season. Came back. He replaced the Ultimate Warrior when Warrior was having his issues. Came back as a babyface. Became the WWF champion at that point. 
And he had hell of a run there for a little while. Yep. Until he faked a heart attack. And I think it was San Antonio. Matter of fact, he faked a heart really? attack. Faked a heart attack at a raw TV taping and said, uh, instead of taking him to the hospital, because you know, he's having a heart attack, uh, no, take him back to my hotel room. So he wow. got the hell out. So wow. Yeah. Yeah. Sid Vicious. Yeah, that powerbomb was amazing. Crazy. I In the business, if you put down powerbombs uh, in the business, it, it's always to me, it, it's always going to come back to, to him and Kevin Nash. Yeah. I think the jackknife was more devastating because of how Kevin Nash, how tall he was, A, yeah. and B, how he executed that move. Yeah, I got to agree with you. I, I, Nash was fluid. He was yeah. smooth with it. Yeah. Yeah, so I, yeah. I, I agree with that sentiment. I think Nash is, was a little bit better than Sid Vicious. Yeah. And one more honorable mention of a, of a talent that I don't think people realize the, the impact he actually had as a big man and, and, and just the crazy shit he was doing in TNA, the Monster Abyss. Mm, that was one of mine. Yeah. Who works uh, behind the scenes at WWE as a producer. Yep, sure does. Yeah. So Abyss was the shit. Abyss was something different that I had never seen. I saw Abyss for the very first time. It was an NWA TNA, um, mm-hmm. those Wednesday night shows. And I remember his first affiliation was with uh, Kid Cash. And yep. he was like, they had him in like the basement or some shit. He was in this gated up area. And he came out there and everybody was like, oh, look at this Kane ripoff. I'm like, bro, if you look at the time frame of what Kane was doing versus what Abyss was doing, I'm rolling with Abyss. Uh yeah, I'm rocking all with this. Yeah, all I'm rocking day. with the best. Sorry, I'm going with the best. Yeah, so that the the TNA the TNA impact abyss that that whole era like doesn't get enough attention. Right, it really doesn't. Yeah. His work was insane. Yeah, it, it was it was incredible. It, yeah. it was incredible. And another honorable mention, right quick, is Hama. Homicide. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Homicide. <laughs> homicide was 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 just he had that 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 intensity too. He was a smaller guy, but him with Hernandez and Conan, that original LAX. Yeah, the LAX. LAX, something you had never seen before. Yeah. That was something like that was that was completely different. It was like that's what I'm talking about. Like you you talk about factions. The like, 187. 187 on it, like. You, I don't understand that. It's like Hernandez and when they when they brought they had a uh, uh, pride and powerful in, in AEW, right? Mm-hmm. Why did y'all not call them LAX? I, I, don't, I don't get that. They could easily just work with Impact Wrestling and say, "Hey, you know, can we use a?" They were working with them anyway. Exactly. So I don't understand that. That's what they should have been. I, don't, I never, I never liked the name Pride, uh, Pride and Powerful. I didn't like it either. I think LAX would have worked over really well. And then you had Conan coming in there with him in the beginning, too. It would have made more sense for them to be LAX. Well, Conan, I don't think physically could do it anymore. But Eddie Kingston could be there. Eddie Kingston right. could, roll, could roll with them, too. Because if you remember, they they had a little war going on in Impact for a while. It was uh, Eddie Kingston was with Hernandez and Homicide. They were called the OGs. Right. And then you had Conan with you know they were they were LAX right, so right. but yeah those are those are a few uh, honorable mentions of of forgotten wrestlers you know we didn't get to 
the Norman Smiley's, the Big Wiggle, or you know Alex, you know Alex Wright with the big bratwurst. We didn't we didn't mention any of that shit. Das so, Wonder King, right? Or yeah. or my my true one was the Alpha Male Monty Brown. Yeah, R.C. Blackman, the Lethal Weapon. Yeah, the Lethal yeah, Weapon, Steve Blackman. Hell yeah. Or Lance Storm. Right. Lance Storm is, is, is an underrated all-timer. But, yeah. Forgotten Wrestlers. Final thoughts. What you got, man? Uh, final thoughts is um, I have not purchased the, uh, the AEW video game yet. Um, I saw some things I didn't really like, and I'm waiting for an update. But Frank D will soon pass, uh, will soon be purchasing that video game, and once I play it, if it's good, I'll say it's the greatest thing. If it's not, I'll bury it. And uh, <laughs> and uh, let's see what else we got going here. We got we got Ahsoka coming up. It's Ahsoka, already ep- you know, episode one. Looks like it's already out right now. I don't think so. It's not dropped until August twenty third, brother. I I think they had a sneak showing. Two episodes. They had a, they dropped the trailer. Two episodes. August twenty third. Hmm. That's what that was. Yeah, I've been busy. Okay, I'll watch them after the show. I've I've been watching talk of it. I'm the like, trailer drop out? Yeah. Yeah. No, I ain't dropped yet. The trailer. The trailer drops. Um, but let's see. What did they say? What's the next big thing today? Oh, people are trying to cancel Dave Filoni because Dave Filoni said that Anakin Skywalker is the, the greatest Jedi of all time. So they, they people have a problem with that. I think. Why are they trying to cancel him for I, that? I, I, I don't know. People eat their heads out of their asses. Uh, if you look at the situation, Anakin is uh, the greatest Jedi of all of the Jedi. So, motherfucker. Anakin? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. why. Yeah. He is the greatest Jedi. <laughs> Anakin was the greatest Jedi of all the Jedi. So I mean, he I mean he completely destroyed the Jedi Order, or was that Obi Wan? Yeah, it was Obi Wan. You know why it was Obi Wan? Because George Anakin. because George Lucas said it was Obi Wan who destroyed mm. it. Yeah. Mm. Oh, and there's big rumors going around right now too that Kathleen Kennedy has been fired from a Lucasfilm. That's and Kathleen and Kathleen Kennedy is one of the biggest. Reasons why Star Wars sucks now. No, that's been that's been happened. She's been fired. No, that's a rumor. It hasn't been. It, it just it just happened in the last couple of days. I thought that happened like weeks ago. No, it just it came out. She it, last week it came out. The story broke that she could not access her emails anymore. So they are leading speculation that she is gone from Lucasfilm, and I hope that is true. So. The Nerd Podcast. Nerdism. What is it? United what is United, it called? United States Department of Nerds. Yeah. Uh you you girls need to get on that. <laughs> I, I want to hear what you have to say about Kathleen Kennedy's possible departure from Lucasfilm. I want to hear if Anakin Skywalker is the true Jedi that I know that he is. They're gonna they're gonna tell you no. He is it doesn't matter Jedi. what they say. <laughs> They're gonna tell you the truth. I don't see how. How how is Anakin Skywalker? Because you want him to be. You want him to be. No, how is he not? He's just not. Oh, well, Dave Filoni says he is. Was he a Jedi Master? Who? Anakin Skywalker. He never got a chance to be. 
Was did they, did they was the chance, answer did they give is a chance? yes or no? Did they give him a chance, B? The answer is yes did or no. Did they give him a the, chance? The answer is no, yes. You, no, you can't, you can't no. say that. You can't say that. They, because yes, did man. they give him a chance? Yeah. Did he give, they gave they him give a chances. Chance? No, did, they didn't. Was he ready to be a master? No. Did they no. give him a chance? Yes. Or, or did they want him to spy on Palpatine? They they could have won. They said they said, and I quote, "We grant you a seat, but we do not change your rank to master." Is what they yeah, said. Exactly. Exactly. So, so once the, again, so the was question, he given a chance, the, sir? The question was: chance what? Was, was he, he given, a the master. question? Was he given a chance? No. The original he was question, not. The original question was: Was he a Jedi master? That yes. wasn't the question. Or no? That, that was wasn't the question. question. That wasn't the question. question. That's not the question I asked. Her. I, that's not the question I asked. I said. Was no, the question Jedi? I asked first was... You can't say was he a Jedi Master, dude, if they're telling you, you we do not grant you the rank of Master. So where is he going to be? Where is he going to be? So answer the question. That's fucking was stupid, Anakin, man. Was Anakin Skywalker... That's stupid. Jedi Master. Was he... Was we he all Elder? know he wasn't. He wasn't okay. given a chance. Okay, so he wasn't a Jedi Master. Right. He was deemed not ready to be a Jedi Master by Jedi Masters. Therefore, if you are not a Jedi Master, how could you ever be the greatest Jedi? You weren't even a Jedi Master. You know how? You know how? Because, because George Lucas and Dave Filoni says he is. George Lucas said this. Yeah. First it was Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni. Motherfucker is the name. Filonius. Yeah, Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni said. This is Dave Filoni said. Yeah, here's no. I'm gonna tell you why it's not. I'm gonna tell you why it's not. Because right now, Ahsoka Tano mm -hmm. was the Padawan of Anakin Skywalker. Anakin trained Ahsoka into the, to the point where she's at now, where she can okay. take on anybody. That is that. One hold up. That was all him. When nobody wanted anything to do with Ahsoka. He took her on. Uh, okay, okay. Trained her. Point for that. Trained her. You get a point for this. Used I, her and used him. I will give you a point for that. Used but was Anakin used Skywalker? He could not have been because he was given a chance to. The only thing they wanted to do was use Anakin. It's That's a it. simple yes. Bro, you or can't no. say that. If you fall yes, in the nature of the sin, you can't say that. Because how can, you, how can you say? How can you sit there and say? Oh, was he ever a Jedi Master? Well, I just told you they never gave him a chance to. You sound retarded. No, because history will only remember if you were a Jedi Master. Were he, was he ever a Jedi Master? No, no. he wasn't a Jedi so Master. He was just history, a motherfucker that went and killed all the so, damn Jedi. So, in, he did. so, so in, in history, history, so in history, in history, he went and killed all the motherfucking Jedi. Because he was did. not a Jedi Master. No, he got and that wasn't even used. that wasn't even that wasn't even him that did used. that. That was Palpatine. So in in history, historically, oh, I'm his, sorry, you're right. Historically, you're right. He didn't his, kill. He he didn't kill no, the Jedi. He let killed me, the let me tell you. Let me tell you exactly. Let me tell uh, you what. You gotta tell me. Let me tell you exactly what. And and I'm gonna piss a whole bunch of people off, and I love it. Here's what Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader. You want to know what his history was? A hoe. You know why? Because he was following orders like a bitch. That's who. Fucking Darth Vader slash Anakin Skywalker is. He wasn't a fucking Jedi Master. He he was a Sith Lord. 
But you know why? He answered to a motherfucker. You know why? Because he was a ho-ho. Hey, let me ask you a question we about that. couldn't find this so, way No, no, let me ask you a question about that. So let me ask you a question about that. Since so you said all that, right? <laughs> Who did the Jedi answer to? I don't know who they answered to. No, no, you you got it all figured out. Who did they answer to? <laughs> who did they answer to? No, you tell me. Who who, who did they, they answer to? to? Who did they answer? Who to? did they take orders from? I don't know. You tell me. Palpatine, motherfucker. <laughs> so that has nothing to do with Darth Vader. That has nothing not? to do with. Because it's Palpatine. Palpatine. You know who Palpatine was? The big fucking boss. If anybody deserves any respect in the whole world, it's fucking Palpatine. Palpatine was the you know big why? boss. Yeah, he was. He oh, must played both of them. He played the Sith and he played the Jedi. He was all for him. And he had Darth Vader, one of the most powerful motherfuckers that ever walked the line. Was supposed to be the balance of the whole force. Had him ho- had him hoeing around. He, taking what, his order. He did create he he did bring balance to the force. How? By killing Palpatine. In the end, yeah, once he figured out he was What did home. Yoda say? What did Yoda say? A prophecy that could have been misread? Yeah. Right. But what I'm saying, well, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is That's what George Lucas go, says. This He's, goes back this goes back to the whole thing. What's that? Anakin Skywalker was the best Jedi. It was. You just sat here and proved it. It was. I walked you right into it. You walked me into right what? You you went all scorched earth to get to the point that I made initially. What's that? I love it. That he wasn't well, well, the best Jedi. He just he killed was. him. He, well, technically he didn't kill him though. You already said that. Yeah, technically. Yeah, he didn't kill him. But I'm saying he was following orders. He was following orders that Palpatine gave him to kill the Separatists, correct? Yeah, he was following orders. Like a good hoe. Look, look, look asshole. <laughs> the, 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 the bottom the bottom the bottom line is all right it, what, what you what you're gonna what you're gonna end up doing here is you're gonna you're gonna end up we're, we're gonna end up doing a, a fucking exclusive show and you can and you can bring those girls on all right and, and, and we can have a goddamn good fucking debate about this shit because in my opinion and in my opinion it's the only one that matters Anakin Skywalker no, no, is not Anakin Skywalker was the greatest Jedi of all Jedis. He trained Ahsoka. That shows right there he was the greatest Jedi. He got her ready. He got her don't ready. Mean, that don't mean happened. shit. That don't mean shit. That means a whole lot. No, it don't. Yes, it that, does. That doesn't mean anything. When you that's got a, motherfucking everybody trying to kill that's, your that's ass. That's a point. That's when a you got everybody trying to kill you, you must be doing something right. Because Darth Maul, Darth Maul wanted butt. to kill his ass too. Darth Maul wanted to kill him. Why did Darth yeah. Maul want to kill him? Because you know Darth Maul knew. Darth Maul knew what was yeah, up. He exactly. Was so, up. He, so you must, that motherfucker must be very important there, wouldn't he? Nah, because he's like, man, how the fuck you get the most powerful hoe out here? Like, what the fuck? So now Anakin I gotta was a kill. hoe. I gotta kill. Was, so really, Anakin was a hoe now? Really? Yeah. Because Anakin was the only one around there getting pussy. No. So, so Teddy can't be a no. hoe. No. Yeah, one woman. You know what one it did? Woman. It made it made, it made One woman. Weak. One made him woman. blind. Made him really? blind. No, you know what's yeah. blind? You know, he, he you know, you he say, his V card. You know what? You know what it's called? You know what it's called? It's called if you if you follow the story, what it's called was is they were all being played by one person, Jedi yeah. included. Yeah, the I Jedi got that. played. I said that the Jedi got played. 
So did so did fucking Anakin. I said this. If anybody deserves Anakin any, saw any it off as Anakin saw it off as a slave from Tatooine. That's great. The dude had a hard fucking shit to be. That's to good. Be That's hard good. fucking life. You yeah, know, there's, you had a, there's no reason. You, and you still don't know. We still don't even know till this day how Anakin was even conceived. How he was. Nobody knows. No. Pe- people say that Sidious has something to do with that. I don't know. But all yeah. I, that's what they say because because of the the mini horns. Right. Look, look, Anakin had the most mini horns out of any being. Listen. Okay. Regardless. That's why he is the greatest Jedi because of the amount of mini horns no, he had, bro. No, no, yes. no. Who's the greatest Jedi? Who's the greatest Jedi? It ain't Anakin. Who I'll is tell it? you that. Who is it? I'll tell you that. It ain't Anakin. It? Well, who is it? If you if you really want my opinion, the person that is probably the greatest Jedi ever, mm, that's a hard one. Oh, I'd really? have come, I'd have oh, come back to that one. Why is it hard? It's a hard one. Why? Because I want to say Yoda. I want to say Yoda, but I'm I'm not sure if it's Yoda. It ain't Anakin, I'll tell you that. For for reasons that I've laid out. I think I disagree. It is not fucking Anakin Skywalker. So it's not Anakin no. Skywalker, the one that had the had the power that basically had children with Padme who passed on his powers to them. Wasn't him though. No, it was okay. not him. Okay. He is not the greatest Jedi. Okay. Hell, if you really want to be technical, his son's better than him. Since we since we had this whole second generation talk, he is the cowboy Bob Orton of that equation. No, his son's better than him. No, you you need you need to really honestly, dude, like for to say some <laughs> shit like that. You 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 really need to you need to really up your Star Wars game because that's you sound you sound like a fucking idiot right now. I'm just being honest. No, no I'm you, you don't you have you have you read any of the books? Yes. Have you read you read so you so you read the whole novel. So you read so why, the novelization of Darth Vader. Why why are we why are we judging Darth Vader off potential, first and foremost? So no, I'm asking because have the, you read because, the novels. No. Answer this. So why you read do the we novel, judge you, him? Why do we judge him off potential and not what he what he actually was? Why? Because why? what he because actually because what he actually was, because what he actually was is not presented in what the in what the current media is put out by Disney. That's why. No, this is well. This is well before what's what's put out. We judged him off potential. He was supposed to be. He was supposed to be. If if oh no, if, you can't. If no, no you can't say that. Yeah, you that's can't say true. That. Because the in the eighties, like in the eighties, in the eighties, bro, when Star Wars was released in the eighties, all three the original movies, you barely had a mention of fucking Anakin Skywalker. I wonder who the fuck he was. Okay, it was all about later. you're gonna ask me if I read the books. Yes, the books. Which book did you read? I read. I've read a lot of them, mostly oh, old Republic shit. But I, I, I do try to. I try okay, to so to then what did they say about Anakin in the old Republic? They didn't say shit about him. In the old exactly, motherfucker. He's not in the old Republic, but he ain't the high Republic either. But what I'm saying is why. And this is this is this is not just you. This oh, is not just you. Bitch, those, you got fighting words, boy. <laughs> it's not just you. But why why do y'all why do y'all like to paint him? It's like it's like it's like bras who like like a, a no 
a non shit motherfucker. Like this motherfucker ain't worth shit. But you love him for the potential. This is this is everybody's it's relationship. Not, it's not. It, but it, it's not. It's not. But that. But you're wrong there because it's not. You like him because of the potential. You saw what he did. If you watched Rebels, you saw yeah. everything he did. Yeah. So how, so so how do you say? Well, he never did anything. He had the potential. If you remember correctly, it was General Skywalker. So how do you not do anything? Rebels is Rebels is a glance. Rebels is of what he was because he wasn't even he wasn't even at his full potential then. But it was damn near was, there. Again, it was damn near, there. damn near, and there are two different things. Bro, he was at things. he was at a fighting level. He was at an eight during that time frame. Was that a seven? I believe a seven or an eight during that time frame. And when again, to, when he had okay. to fight with Obi Wan, he went to a nine. So tell okay. me how the fuck he's not the, 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 the motherfucker was at a nine. Lost. He lost. He lost he at lost. a nine. He, he lost. See, I have the high ground. Mr. Greatest Jedi doesn't realize that's that, I, that when, when he says I have the high ground, it means I'm going to fucking cut you in half. Yeah, well, Mister Mister Greatest Jedi ever. I tell you what, got his ass handed to him by his teacher. Mister Greatest what. Jedi ever was sitting in molten fucking lava, saying, "I hate you," crying like a little bitch. Well, Mr. what would Mr. you do? What, what, what would you do if you just had your limbs and shit cut off and you're on fire? You gonna sit up there and not cry, motherfucker? No, I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna be like, you know what? And if I, and I, I don't remember, maybe I don't, I, I don't remember I him. I don't remember him crying in that scene. I remember him telling, I, I remember him telling you, I remember him telling Obi Wan he hated him with Sith with, with Sith eyes. He was crying. He was I hate crying. you. Uh, I hate you. That's what he sounded like. Yeah, he yeah. And you know what's funny about that too is that he actually survived that shit. That's yeah, what he told, survived. That's what he told, told Obi Wan too. He said you should have killed him when he had a chance. He survived, but guess sure what? And wreaked fucking what? havoc over the goddamn galaxy. Guess what? Guess what? Him getting himself cut in half made him not a Jedi no more. It made him a Sith. You know why? Because anger had to force him to survive. He wasn't even a Jedi no more. Mr. Greatest Jedi ever got his motherfucking ass whooped by Obi Wan Kenobi. Really? Oh, by the way, he wasn't even a Jedi Master. He got his ass whooped by a Jedi Master. He really did? Yeah, he did. He really did. He got his he got his ass mollywhopped. Oh, Peter well, rolled well, by well, well, motherfucking well, over. Well, well, let me ask you a question. So, but but who killed who? Who killed what? Who killed who? Obi-Wan killed Anakin Skywalker. Oh, he did? Yeah. No, he did. Uh Anakin Skywalker. Anakin Darth Skywalker. Vader. Killed Anakin Skywalker. You can believe that shit all the fuck you want. That's what I'm, I'm telling. I'm telling. He did. He, he, he did. probably did. He probably he had did. to. He probably he had did. to. See this one. This part that you that you don't understand, bro. The moment, the moment that Anakin cut off Mace Windu's fucking <laughs> arm or his hand, whatever the fuck it was, and he was christened Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker no longer existed. That was done. So as he said, I killed Anakin Skywalker. The moment he did that and went to the dark side, he killed Anakin Skywalker. That was it. That's why he said Darth Vader. So imagine how the situation would have turned differently. Imagine if 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 Padme. <laughs> Here we go with this. Uh, no, 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 no. It's it's not about that because you can say because because listen, dude, we talk about the shit all the time with wrestling, right? 
We're talking about somebody's potential, right? What were we just talking a minute ago about Jay Uso's potential of being the world champion? Same shit. Possibility. Possibility. Same shit. So I'm saying here, as far as Padme Anakin's relationship, I'm talking about it as possibly won't happen if if things had changed, if if the story hadn't been wrote different. Would Padme have went to the dark side? Hmm. Who knows? Right. Because that wasn't she wasn't talking to Anakin anymore when she was on that on there. You know why? Because Anakin wouldn't have choked the fuck out of her. Darth Vader would have. And that's exactly what he did. Okay. So, like I said, you can have you can have your opinion, which, which doesn't mean shit. And then and then the rest of us, the rest of us, we can we can. But I'll tell you what, I'm gonna tell you right now. You better not ever let me fucking. You better not ever fucking let me see you anywhere getting an autograph or even talking to Hayden Christian about shit. Why, motherfucker? <laughs> Why? I'll be like, hey, sir. Oh, is that a um, lightsaber you got there, sir? No, so, wait, um, wait, 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 is that a lightsaber? So, um, you bring the bitch with when you come out here, bitch. Bring the motherfucker with you. We'll have a we'll have a goddamn real lightsaber dude. I'll show you what Anakin Skywalker can do. <laughs> oh shit! I mean, what did Vader say in the beginning? What, what did Vader say anyways? Anakin Skywalker was weak. <laughs> I destroyed him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He said he was he said he was weak because <laughs> that motherfucker had emotions. He cared about people. That's weak to Vader. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's weak. <laughs> okay. But you bring that you bring that lightsaber. I'm gonna show you where to sing <laughs> Oh shit. <laughs> Mark. This, this goddamn podcast <laughs> has gone off the rails. This is funny shit. This is funny oh, shit. Oh shit! You, can't, like... you, you you don't. There's there's two things. There's two things that you don't talk shit to me about. Because I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna I'm gonna get you. Don't talk shit to me about the NWO and don't fucking no three things. Don't talk no four. I'm gonna tell you like four. <laughs> Don't talk shit to me about the NWO. Don't talk shit to me about Michael Jackson. Don't talk shit to me about Star Wars. And don't fuck with me when it comes to New Edition. <laughs> if you sell those goddamn topics right there, it won't be a problem. But you want somebody to talk shit about Anakin Skywalker, hey. fucking Lord Vader himself. Hey, I just presented a case, man. You presented shit. <laughs> That's all I did. You'll probably, you'll, you'll probably be one of those assholes that'll simply say that, that Dick Grayson was a better Batman than Bruce Wayne. What? Yeah, you probably said some shit like that, wouldn't you? <laughs> no, <Yeah>. never. <laughs> I would never do no shit like that. But I will say, Obi-Wan Kenobi beat the dog shit out of Anakin Skywalker. I, will I, I don't see it. <laughs> I don't see it that way. I saw Obi Wan. I saw Obi Wan getting lucky. And, and, and let me and, and, and let's see something what? right there. Let's see something right now. Let's let's say something right now. Let's say let's say this right here. Let's let's be honest about something. Since you wanted something to bring the shit up, I'm gonna tell you. You you say Anakin was a bitch. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you that Anakin was a G. Did 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 Anakin go into hiding for ten fucking years? No, no. He was out doing his shit. Who went to hide? Obi Wan did. Obi-Wan because they were killing all the fucking jobs. Oh, but if he bro, was, such, if he was such man, a bitch, come on, that, bro, no, no, fuck that. Nah, fuck that. On. Fuck if, that. It was, if it was one on one, if uh-huh. it was one on one, 
Uh, he already got the work, bro. He already really? got the work. Oh, so so you mean so so that's not a bitch move though to go with Heidi. Bro, you have the so whole Yoda so Yoda wasn't so Yoda wasn't a bitch when he went into exile after he got his ass with by Sidious. Bro, you had you all True the boss. Jedi were getting Who destroyed, bro. Who all hid? Who hid? They all hid. So who's the so who's the bitches? Is it the is it is it the Jedi or is it the Empire? Bro, come on now, come no, on. No, fuck that. Come no. on, no, call it like it is. Come on, no, no, no. Who went no. hiding? Ten no. years, right? Obi Wan Obi Wan Kenobi show was ten years Anakin, after Revenge of the Sith. Anakin turned into Star. He turned into Darth Vader. All right. Anakin was then Darth had, Vader. Then he had the beaten with... woman syndrome. Somebody uh-huh. had to take him in. Uh-huh. Palpatine took him in. Uh-huh. Nursed him back to full health and was like, "Don't worry, I got yeah, him." Nursed him back to full health. Man, he did. Who do you think? Who you think came and got him? Bro, he did not nurse him at bro, full health. Bro, if it health. wasn't you for Palpatine, if it wasn't for Palpatine, you call that fucking bullshit suit nursing him back to health? Bro, if it was, it's better than fucking dying. He's still alive. He's still alive. Yeah, he was like, constant, damn, he fucked you up, bro. He left you here to die yeah, too. Let me. Do and it costing pain for twenty. Yeah, you know why? You know why he wouldn't pick him up? <laughs> Because Palpatine knew how powerful that was, was, was still. Oh, that's why. Oh, he probably. Like, oh, he, man, he's he just fucked up on my bottom bitch. Man, he's fucked up on my bottom bitch. bro. He's fucked up on my bottom bitch, bro. I gotta, you sound I gotta go ignorant, but it's fucked. I gotta go help him. You sound you ignorant, as fuck, dude. You sound like a motherfucker. You you sound like a motherfucker that will that that will will fucking put on a mask. To be another re- to be another character, but you still got the same tattoos on people. Who the fuck you are? You sound you, you, you sound ridiculous. That's fucked up. <laughs> nah, man, I'm just saying though. Like he was like, man, he done fucked up my bottom. Gotta go pick him up. He burnt you pretty bad, but I don't want you to die. I'm gonna put you on this life support forever. As long as you got the forest, baby, you are gonna make it. As long as you got the force, you know. I even give you anymore. a new stable. I'll give he you your own force. stable. You don't have force anymore. Who? Anakin, uh, Vader. You know, a lot, a lot of his powers were gone once he, once the battle happened on, on Lucifer. He didn't have it anymore. He used to be able to be Anakin Skywalker. Used to be able to, to see into the future and have premonitions and shit. He no longer had that power anymore once that happened. He didn't have it anymore. So it was, yeah, he was so powerful, but he wasn't as powerful as he once was. And this is the one that you said was the most powerful Jedi. I didn't say Dave Filoni said it. But Dave Filoni works for Lucasfilm. I don't. So I'm going to go and take the word of somebody who works there. Because it's because at the end of the day, guess what? At the end of the day, it's all fake. And it's how they want to write it and present it. So let's just put it like that. All right, we good. Exactly. Exactly. So like when people out there talk about, well, gosh damn it, he should have won that championship. Well, the producers didn't want him to win it. That's why they wrote it the way they did. Well, Roman Reigns has been a world champion for this long. Yeah, I know, because they, they book him that way. They they write him to be the world champion. It's part of the script. There's no script. Yes, there is. Oh shit. All right. Anything else you want to say? No, I'm I'm, I'm done. You you, uh, you you said a lot, sir. I'm, I'm I've got a mouthful here, and I'm done. You son of a bitch, you. 
All right, man. <laughs> right these nuts. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> All right, y'all, this is No Gimmicks, episode 47. I will fuck yourself. <laughs> so next time. <laughs> peace. Yeah, pieces. <laughs>